Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick. All right, today I have Dr. Kim Thor on, and girlfriend is an Enneagram 8, okay? So, like, you know you are in, like, hold on to your socks. That's, that's that phrase, I think. Is it hold on to your underwear? Turn your underwear inside out. Hold on to your socks. It's going to be a good episode. Um, Okay, so before we do that, though, you know how I know I'm growing as a person. So it was just my birthday last week. Thank you for your presence, Matt. Um, And so so last week was my birthday. I really don't know where I was going with this because this message. Oh, because I turned 36. That's the whole point. I'm like, wow, what did my birthday have to do with it? No. So I turned 36. And you know how I know I'm growing as a human as I'm on this rock that is out in space is yesterday. So little TMI for the boys who listen. Sorry, but it was the first day of my cycle and I was just a little hormonal. I was also a little exhausted from uh, taking kids to Disney and I had a full day of work. 100 people on schedule and I'm like, all right, go to work. So on my lunch break, I am just being sassy and sad and eating ice cream and I'm on Instagram and Instagram recommends this account that they're like, maybe you'll like this person. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I will. And so I go down the rabbit hole of like looking at their bio, looking at their post. And hmm, if I say the phrase that they are, well, okay, I shouldn't even say this. So their bio is they call themselves a Cairo challenger. Uh, They are a chiropractor, in fact. Um, but basically they have taken on the badge that they're an evidence-based and an, um, type of chiropractor and their entire profile is ripping apart the chiropractic profession and how they're so much better, um, for all these other reasons, you know, because they don't make people come back and just completely, you know, of course, okay, I, in case you were Like, well, but does he like pediatric chiropractic? Of course he doesn't like pediatric chiropractic. He thinks we're all a bunch of, like, phonies who are just, like, scamming people. Okay, so in my head, 
here I am becoming the better person. So I'm like, okay, well, first of all, Instagram, you did not nail this recommendation. You actually failed this recommendation. I hate this person. Um, second, I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring up Heidi Havoc's research. Oh, have you heard of Heidi Havoc? Is her research? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to write that. Okay. I am going to say, you obviously don't have kids because when you did, no, 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 I'm not going to write that. And so then I'm like, all right, listen, Lauren, this person is trying to go. This is a thing. Like if you don't know about this type of chiropractor, there's all these different types of chiropractors out there trying to like make it big. And one of the ways that chiropractors will make it big is by attaching to like all the societal hate for our profession and lots of professions have hate. It's okay. Uh, people hate the dentists too. People hate lawyers. So there's nothing wrong with us that we have people that strongly dislike us and whatever. Um, but attaching to that and being like, but I'm different. And so all of those people get to be like, yeah, here's proof that everything that I previously thought about something is correct because I found a chiropractor to support that. So yeah, this is, this is the style. So I'm like, all right, listen, I am not going to take the bait and write anything on their page. I'm not going to take the bait. And this is something that Lauren in chiropractic school always took the bait. I I mean, Kirby and I have probably talked about how I would get in fights with his best friend, still his best friend, um, in bars because not like fist fights, calm down people. Um, but he was a provoker and would like say things like, does it bother you that like you're, you're not a real doctor? And I would always take the bait always. And, and then, you know, it turned into this game where he knew he could get me all upset. So I'm, I'm maturing and growing as a human. So I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to write on this person's thing. I am going to walk away. But before I walk away, I'm going to take a screenshot and I'm going to blast him on my stories. Yeah, that's what I'll do. And so I like take a screenshot of his stupid fucking bio and I go over to my stories and I'm like, yeah, okay, what am I going to say about this jerk? So I'm typing stuff out and I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going to say that. And then I'll do this. And I'm like, no, 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 I, I won't say that. And the end of the story was that I did nothing. I did block him, but because I just don't want him to find me as a person either. Just in case Instagram's like, wow, she spent a lot of time on his profile reading posts and like sending hate mail. So I didn't want Instagram to now suggest him to me. Anyways, we're not friends. We broke up. He didn't even know we were fighting, but we broke up. I don't like you. Um, so that's how I am growing as a person. You should all be proud of me. Thank you. Uh, other ways I'm not growing is in creating realistic expectations for my children and vacations and my birthday. <laughs> so... I mean, life lessons, right? Like, I think just by talking through this with you, thank you for being my therapist. I am becoming better. But hindsight, taking two children on a 6 a.m. flight uh, to California, landing in L.A. at 9 a.m. and planning an entire day, the first day at Disney, where 
as a maximizer personality, I need, I know that even though I have three days at Disney, I have to experience all the joy in the first day. Otherwise it is a letdown of the first day. And so I know that this about me, that I put all this stress and anxiety around the first day of a trip of like, oh, you just got to experience it all. And uh, my children were tired and I, you know, it was my birthday and I shouldn't have to put up with fighting on my birthday and all this stuff. And you know what? Again, I should have just gone in with a lot like more, less, less expectations. So not there yet, but I am becoming better human. Uh, I do want to, I don't have a listener highlight this week, but I have a Patreon like shout out. So thank you to Jamie Thomas. Jamie Thomas is Don Thomas's husband. If you don't know who Don Thomas is, she's the bomb. So is Jamie. They're very, very fun. Um, they are both supporters of She Slays the Day membership on Patreon. So thank you. Um, I'm actually really jealous because Jamie and... Don, who are awesome. We've already established they're awesome. I'm awesome. They're fun to party with. And they were just at the PX training this past weekend. And I got a damn picture from Tony Ebel with, with them being like, haha, sucker, you're not here. I don't know if that's exactly what he said, but it was something along those lines. Um, we were actually going to go to the training and I was sad that I wasn't there. Although I would have had to cancel the training when I did my impromptu vacation. Um, but there's like 60 hours of continuing education that you have to do before you go to the pediatric certification. I don't know if I thought I was just going to like show up and he was going to like ramble on and on like Tony likes to do. And there would be a PowerPoint and I'd be like, okie dokie, here's here's my piece of paper now. Like, no, it's like legit. Um so that is on my goals for 2023 is to attend that because I need more time apparently to do all the training so I can get an actual certification. But anyways, so thank you, Jamie, for supporting. And I wish that I was there this past weekend with you guys partying also in oh, learning. Mm -hmm. Yes. And learning, you know, what one of the things that Jamie gets as a member of Patreon, he also gets ad free episodes. So when I, you know, take a break to tell you about the awesomeness of a certain company, he doesn't get to hear that. So it's almost like a punishment for him that he doesn't get to hear my ads. Uh, and all of you pay non-paying members do get to hear them. So you're welcome. All right. Today we are talking to Kim Thor. Like I told you, I don't remember if she knew she was an eight or if I predicted it and then she confirmed it. I just really need to start asking people right away in the beginning because I just get all distracted the whole episode being trying to figure them out. But <laughs> Dr. Kim is a second generation chiropractor and she grew up knowing the benefits of an adjustment from an early age. She and her family chose natural health, got adjusted regularly, welcomed a fever and had no fear of disease. She grew up knowing that health was something to maintain with a chiropractic adjustment. Dr. Kim was born and raised in Nebraska and received her education from Norfolk Catholic High School, Creighton University, and finally, Palmer College of Chiropractic. She's been practicing chiropractic in Norfolk, Nebraska for almost 10 years. How big the heck is Norfolk? Are you guys like me and you just assume that every town in Nebraska is small? All right, we're going to figure this out. Norfolk, Nebraska 
They have a population of, hmm, 24,000 people. Damn. That's big towns. Okay. All right. I see you, Nebraska. Having towns bigger than Rice Lake. You think you fancy. Anyways, in 2016, Dr. Kim became a published author of the book Choice please, with the hope that all children would be able to experience natural health care without governmental pressures or mandates that interfere with those choices. Specifically, she is proud of her religious exemption to vaccination still present in Nebraska. She strives to speak out at every possible opportunity for freedom, because she's an Enneagram 8, um, of choice regarding natural health care decisions. Dr. Kim is married with three beautiful daughters. They light up her life and inspire her daily to live with meaningful purpose. She strives to take great care of each patient like she would her own child. Um, and she is, she's a delight. She just makes things seem so simple, um, you know, like experts in their field do, where you're just like, wow. You just defend chiropractic with such a, like, authentic authentication? No. Authenticity. With, like, this authenticity and the way she speaks is just like, duh. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Wow. You're, you're good at this. I'm always amazed. I'm always amazed by cool people out there. So we're going to pray, and then we're going to get down to business. I believe the cuss count for this episode is already at one F-bomb. I don't know if she drops one. I don't think she does. So I think we're pretty PG the rest of this episode. So let's all take a breath in. Connect with your heart. Find God inside you. Hey, God. How's it going? We are so thankful for this breath and this shit show around us. Um... We get so caught up in the whirlwind of just our to-do list and all the negative things and the problems we need to solve, especially as business owners, never-ending problems, help us change our heart to receive problems as lessons, problems as opportunities, and it's cheesy as fuck. Help me embrace that cheesy. Oh, we added an F-bomb to the count. Um... Help soften my heart. Help soften our hearts to receive the chaos with love and lessons and learning and help us find any bit of courage, an ounce of courage like Dr. Kim Thor has um, and candor and kindness to communicate with our patients and our community that they have options for their body, and their body is such a gift, and chiropractic is the greatest gift to the gift you gave them. You're welcome. Did I just say you're welcome to God? Thanks, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Alrighty, so here is my conversation with Dr. Kim Thor, and no, I'm not going to tell you who that jerk was on Instagram, so don't even ask. Here you go. Cool. Well, this okay. is it. Welcome. Welcome to the show. There's no, like, I don't have any fancy... I, I'm still working on my catchphrasing. I've got like a lot of stuff, but like ultimately when it comes to people, I'm like, hey, hi, how are you? How's your day? What's up? Yes. How is your day? You said the baby's sleeping good. Yeah, my day is wonderful. How old I mean, is your baby now? She's eight months old and it goes fast. Yeah. So 
Okay. So we met at mile high where I met a lot of cool people. Um, yeah. And this isn't your only baby, right? You have other babies? No. Yeah. I have older ones. I yeah. have a sixth grader and a second grader. And then I turned 39 and my mom moved back and I still love my husband. And I was like, huh. What are you going to do? We're going to do it now, I guess. So, so yeah. So like when I was telling you right before we officially started that, like my dream, so I'm turning 36 in September and I'm like, I don't know, third baby. And Kirby's like, not happening. This is, you're like, no, it could happen. You could do yeah. it. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. You appreciate it more. Like in the middle of the night, it's more like, oh God, you're cute. Instead of you're awake again, you know, like. But I feel like other- I would have less energy. I mean, I would have less. I'm exhausted now. Yeah. There was a moment where I felt caught up on sleep. I think the middle one was in kindergarten. <laughs> and then I was like, huh, all right. Well, this is boredom. This has I'm video. bored. Okay. So I, um, it will have aired by the point that people are listening to this episode, but I interviewed a woman who was a coach for female entrepreneurs with ADHD. Oh my. And my biggest takeaway from that interview, besides it, this wasn't my biggest takeaway that I have mild to moderate ADHD. I say mild to moderate because I believe I am functioning just great without drugs and I don't need like I, I know that there are people who are substantially worse and probably could not do as well as I. So, anyways, um, yeah. so that my takeaway was not like, oh shit, I totally have ADHD. It was the takeaway is is this a good idea? I have to learn to ask myself. The answer is always yes. Um, because ADHD people always think their ideas are fantastic. The takeaway is, is this, do I want to execute this idea because I'm bored? And that one, when she said that, I like sat back and I'm like, huh, damn, that's a good idea. And like, literally I was interviewing her in the closet of the Airbnb that we bought we put an offer in the sunday sunday we came back from mile high we left for mile high no intention of buying airbnb come back buy airbnb so awesome and it's cute i've been keeping up on it right right so third baby i have to go is this because i'm bored and you were (laughs) like yes it is let's procreate but i love her very much and she made my life better yeah so yeah, they yeah. Don't, they they're pretty awesome. Kids are cool. Yeah. I don't um, do a lot because I'm bored, but you know, I guess that was part of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you are you in solo practice? Yes. Um I have two massa- three massage therapists, a mental health provider and an RN, but I'm the only chiropractor and I'm still technically part-time because I had the baby in December and I'm making more money than when I was full-time. So in my head I'm like delegate so I'm thinking of taking one on and I'm just letting that happen organically okay so how are you making more money now that you're part-time yeah I feel like I've narrowed the target audience completely um when I took insurance I had to do three every 15 minutes because it was giant so now that I'm a cash practice I was doing two every 15 minutes just to breathe a little slower and now again I'm doing three every 15 minutes instead of two. And my target audience is those who need my decompression table, um, which is very helpful for a disc issue, but it just adds a little. And also people tell people more and it's such a narrowed target audience that, you know, you won't have the discussion of here's my fees. It's just, thank you. That's it. See you next time. So 
Oh, okay. So like you, when did you incorporate the decompression table? Oh, I had it the whole time. Um, but like now you're more of them now. Okay. So how does this work? Because you're also very much a pediatric chiropractor. Yeah. So, so how I, do the like hats kind of, okay. Like my favorite new patient is a baby. And also someone with a really complex MRI that I have to read like it's French. And sometimes when they're healed, I kind of really want to put them on their side and rock it like a Gonstead doctor. So probably like 60% of my practice is peds and 20% is people that I've just taken care of and their whole families. Right. And the other part is I read MRIs often. <laughs> you know, I have, I interviewed Oh gosh, her first, oh, I'm going to feel like an ass hat. I love when I'm an ass hat on air and everyone just gets to go, wow. Um, okay. So she's for the foundation of chiropractic. She's an amazing woman. Foundation of chiropractic progress. Her first name is Sherry or Shelly. Oh, oh yes. McAllister. I would yes, say. Thank you. Yes. Bro, is that it? I'm a Yes. Sherry McAllister? Sherry. Yes. With yeah. an okay. She's like a big deal. She interviewed yep. Deepak Chopra or, and like, I was like, oh my God. Um, so yep. anyways, she brought this up when I interviewed her where she was kind of like talking about how she didn't say this. So I'm going to paraphrase and put my opinion on it now of like the whole pediatric chiropractic nation that we are, which is awesome. And like, we are making a movement um, has kind of poo-pooed the pain chiropractor and not saying you're do has done this. Like I'm saying like people like me, you know, like, Oh, I don't see pain, blah, blah, blah. And she kind of planted this seed that many other really wise chiropractors, uh, like Dr. Mo and Tamara McIntyre have like continued watering where I feel like I'm kind of coming back to this, like, why are we abandoning pain? Like, why are we tr like, I get it, it's hard. This is a complex thing. And I think I, I, I want to hear your thoughts on this where I feel like as a chiropractor, I feel in this position of like, well, if I am a straight chiropractor, then I can't talk about pain. I have to talk about nervous system function. And if I'm being a true straight chiropractor um, and talking about nervous system function, then I should like basically eye roll and be like, oh, low back pain. I don't want to talk about your low back pain. I want to talk about your IBS and I want to talk about your fertility and yeah. other chiropractors are going to judge me. If I went and did a Facebook ad that was like, Hey, if you have low back pain, I'm your girl. Cause I'm real good at it. Do you understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So for me, I've, I take care of generations. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a practice that took care of generations and you just keep taking care of people. So I market to the four hour old baby mm -hmm. because if you get them fresh, I, it changes their life so much that it fulfills my cup like nothing else. Then the parents are like, dang, my screaming baby's no longer streaming. Can I get checked? Yes. You know what? My cousin has this thing and then it's conversations. And so then in the office, you're getting cousins and aunts and uncles and grandparents and everybody. Mm -hmm. And you talk about it with the patient and it changes their life too. So 
everything comes to my office. It's just, what do I want today is what I throw at the world, but it all comes. And I, that makes sense. But if I'm talking about it with a patient, and sometimes I like to use my brain and know that I know how to read an MRI and break it down to people because not a lot of other professions sometimes will break down the words and let someone understand what's going on. If they don't have a solution, a pillow potion or a knife, they're just going to say, eh, kind of, and, you know, give them something. And sometimes this something is a medication that they just keep taking, which is a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. However, if I have a solution given a three sentence paragraph at the end of an MRI with my decompression table or a simple adjustment, if it says that it's not warranted and I change their life, but getting them understanding what's going on and how I can help them because nothing else is working. You know, that's another, I changed their whole life and they tell a whole bunch of people too. And it fulfills my cup too, because I'm using my brain and my heart and my soul also in a way that helps people understand something nobody else is really explaining to them because I feel like I'm confident enough since I've done it enough for 13 years to explain an MRI to people, you know, like it might say mild to moderate degeneration and they might have arthritis and they might have fancy words like desiccation or um, if it's extruded out or if it's completely bursted and you can't do anything about it. And I do refer to surgeons, but I'm also the doctor that a mother will carry their broken legged kid in instead of going to a medical doctor who would then cast it. And I say, well, I I think we need to go somewhere else. Like the primary healthcare provider is what I like to be because I like the natural route as much as you can for people. Right. So how did you, when you started uh, your practice six and a half years ago, how did you decide to incorporate decompression? Yeah. Hey, She Slayers, so many of you connect with my story as a chiropractor because I started all wrong. Years into practice, I had to completely turn it around from being an insurance and pain-based model to a thriving subluxation-based cash practice. I have a lot of ways that that happened, but I am not exaggerating when I say the number one thing I changed was adding CLA's Insight Scanning Technology. The Insight helped grow our practice from 300 people a week to over 500 a week in the course of one year, purely by showing objective findings and providing reports to patients. So many docs I talk to struggle to communicate the why behind a care plan when the patient's pain goes away in a few visits. They struggle to keep patients after insurance stops paying. They don't know how to explain why a kid benefits from chiropractic care, even though they have no symptoms. They don't do progress exams because what am I going to do to show the patient progress? I am telling you every single thing I just said, my answer to the doc is, are you using insight scanning technology in your clinic yet? Because it's the solution to all of those issues. If you have questions, the staff at CLA is absolutely incredible and will help answer those questions and help implement this big change into your practice Click the link below in the show notes as She Slays listeners get preferred pricing and hundreds of dollars off their purchase. Hi, friends. I wanted to take a quick break from the episode to make sure you all know about the cool stuff we have happening over on Patreon. This is a platform where I can offer you extra content, behind the scenes interviews, quick trainings, and exclusive trainings answering your exact question live, back to back, 
with me. It's a way for me to more directly interact with you and post some fun things that would never be in the normal weekly episodes. To check out what we're doing and to sign up, click the link in the show notes. Hey, She Slayers. When I first started practice, I thought I needed to dress a certain way for patients to trust me, and I spent hours trying to design communication and marketing materials that worked. After 12 years of practice, here's a couple things I've learned. One, I don't have to wear dress pants and button-ups for a patient to take me seriously. And two, why recreate the wheel when a design professional has already done all the work for me? Well-Aligned offers solutions in both of these categories. They have the coolest and most comfy chiropractic shirts that will showcase your personality, as well as beautifully designed communication and marketing tools to help drive new patients, get more referrals, and gain better retention in your practice. From the best chiropractic apparel to modern patient education materials, Well-Aligned has you covered. All She Slayers get 10% off plus free shipping on orders of $75 or more with promo code SHESLAYS. Visit www.wellaligned.com to save. So like quick also like, so I came out of school and I was like, I'm going to be a pediatric chiropractor and everyone was like, not everyone, society is the, the, the broad you was like, are you going to have an x-ray in your facility? And I was in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, if my target market is pediatrics and prenatal, if there's a scenario where I'm wanting to x-ray them, that's going to happen really rarely. So I don't want to incorporate x-ray. So no, I'm not going to have x-ray because it's like messing with what I'm telling the universe I want. So how did you go like, I'm going to be a pediatric practice. I should prop because decompression tables ain't cheap. How did that, how did this happen? Yeah. So I never really necessarily wanted to be a pediatric chiropractor i wanted to change the world people didn't need health insurance you can kick the flu you ain't need nothing you got it all you have don't need interference period because that's how i grew up Mm -hmm. so i knew it worked and so in practice i just got what came to me as an associate and then when i started my own six years ago you know i had to really sit down and think of how it would change when i stopped taking insurance so then i let to market to the pediatric because it came naturally. Like in the beginning, I got some kids and I would change their life so much they would tell everybody. So at that point, I'd been in practice six years. So at that point, that was most of my practice and I loved it so much. Um, And decompression got planted in me at my preceptorship in California and just a different way to help people Mm. at the point of if you will, a smooth joint when you adjust it, because I hit it and I am strong. So a smooth joint when there's eh in there, I want to know about it because I want to also help the crippled people that come in that would necessarily have to take meds the whole time. And all of these little sweet spots of pockets of target audience were coming to me. And so I wanted to do physically as a carpenter of the spine, what I like to do. So I kept that going, but then to target outside of the office. So really I just bought a table because I knew how to do it. And well, so and you outside, got to see it. Yeah. You I got were to see an associateship where yeah. you got to see, and I can imagine that you had a lot of people that you were like, okay, 
chiropractic alone, oh my gosh, I'm going to get stones thrown at me for saying this, chiropractic alone wouldn't have gotten them as good as they are. And so like people sat in the car at Walmart when their husband walked back to the deli to get them turkey for lunch the next day because they could not walk and the pain meds would take the edge off it. But what are they going to do? They're going to sit in their car and then they're going to eat and then they're not going to move. And then their life is going to decrease in quality. Mm -hmm. So it, it wrenched my gut a little. So I kept it going. But for Mark, that was inside the office. But for external marketing outside of the office, my favorite is a little baby because it's life changing so much. They can't even speak. They can't even say, ow, my rib hurts. They can't even say, oh, I have acid reflux coming up. But when you do it long enough, their eyebrows talk to you. And it's this little sweet spot that slows me down. And it doesn't hurt my shoulder like a giant Gonstead L5 PR. <laughs> you know, but then it changes their life so much. The parents are so impressed. And I find I'm in a little town. There's like 25,000 people. I find. <laughs> Don't talk to me about little town. I live oh, in a big town that's 9,000. And, and it just went up. For the last 10 years that I've lived here, it was 80, like 900. And I just noticed last month I was like driving in. I'm like, oh shit, we're growing. 9,090 people. Big town with the Walmart. So yeah, people talk, little town of people talk in a little town. Yes. So the talk was, wow, Dr. Kim's making my baby sleep all night. Oh, wow. I don't need this. My, Dr. Kim says we don't need to vaccinate our children. Dr. Kim, you know what I'm saying? And I never tell people not to vaccinate, but if they ask me, I just say, we just say no thank you because it's a simple sentence. And so that's what I say to patients. But word spreads. And what am I going to do? I'm authentic. I'm me. <laughs> and so if you come in here, yes, I'm professional. However, what I feel is the best to take care of my baby is also what I'm going to feel is the best to take care of you. And so I just enjoy pediatrics so much because it changes so much, many lives because of the word spreading externally. And so when I started my office, that's what I wanted to market. I defined my target audience as a four hour old baby period on the way from the hospital is great. I will come to your house if you have it at home, if you invite me, thank you very much. That period. So that's what I market for. And then it brings in the whole family and then you got to know what to do when you have an old man that's a farmer because this is Nebraska and it's the yeah. same right hip because he starts getting in a vehicle. Then you know the exercises are ready because you tell them all the time, you know. And yes, I'm a straight chiropractor. I adjust and I know that chiropractic can change the world. But if you have something in the way like a disc issue, and you address that, then you take care of them. Then you would, I check their bones every single time before they get on my decompression table. It's a lengthening and a pump to better the adjustment. The kicker is still the adjustment. That's this frosting. That's the jazz. You know, you're just allowing yourself a cleaner bowling alley to bowl versus all these arthritis things mm. in the way. And so um, I just feel like it's the best way I can take care of people because of what I know. But don't get me wrong. There is nothing like chiropractic. Um, oh, it yeah. just allows me to be a better chiropractor. So, um, so I am, I don't know. It's funny because I am weird. I'm like green. I'm so green within the chiropractic world. Like you 99% of the time, if you're like, well, you know who so-and-so is right. And I'm like, no, I don't like, I'm, I know Reggie gold. I know. Like, <laughs> um, so when, what do you, how would you define the term straight chiropractor versus like, what is a mixer then? Uh, I would say that the person, the patient who comes to me is going to be addressed like I want to adjust them, period. So like, would a mixer 
not necessarily adjust? Is that what we call mixers? Like what is, what is chiropractic? You know, what is it's, the terms here? I don't like for myself to hook people in with something other than a chiropractic adjustment. Okay. That's it. For, that's the, the bottom line. That's what I want to offer you. And then there may be other things to help you, but that's only to aid the adjustment in being its best. So like you wouldn't um, advertise. And here's the deal is I think that there should not be any judgment to anybody who would like would advertise, Hey, I have this decompression table, come buy six packages of decompression. But like you're saying, like, I don't know, you're just scrunching, you know, like, I don't know. I just hate how much shame we have in all of this, but it's like, so you're saying like, you wouldn't, uh, call yourself a mixer because you don't like advertise, Hey, come use my decompression table. And someone's like, I'm only here for the decompression, not the chiropractic. You'd be like sayonara. I cannot put them on my decompression table without assisting their spine for subluxation first. Never, yeah. ever do that, ever. Right. Yep. So I, I don't think it's about to advertise. I think it's about, can you mentally, as a car, in your brain necessarily, know that what they need the most is a chiropractic adjustment? Yes. Okay. I like that. For me. So I still consider myself a straight chiropractor because of my philosophy and my brain. And I don't advertise for decompression. Maybe I should. But um, I like my target audience to be what it is externally. A lot of people don't even know I have decompression. It's like a secret, which I think makes it more wanted a little. But Uh for straight versus mixer. What are you selling in that back room? (laughs) That was an allusion to drugs, not sex, by the way. Not, I don't know if one of those is less offensive than the others, but I just felt the need to be like, oh, whoa, I wasn't like implying a prostitute joke. It was more about heroin. Um, Way less offensive to say like, hey, you selling drugs. (laughs) Yeah, in the back room. (laughs) That's how I put my foot in my mouth quite a bit. (laughs) But no, I mean, I don't even like to define it, honestly. Like I'm a chiropractor, period. I don't like the straight versus the mixer. Yes, I have a decompression table, you know, and people that get hit by a deer or that hit a deer. I mean, it changes their life. And um, I just feel like chiropractic for my target audience is what I want to do. And the rest is just great. Um, But yeah, it has to do a lot about the philosophy, I would say. I like that answer. Um, And by the way, nobody's asking us to define it, which is unfortunate. I thought we were solving the world's problem right now. Uh, But nobody, we're answering a question nobody asked me to answer. Um, No, I'm just fascinated with it. Like I, because you were in the same, you and I live in the same age group. You said you're 39. Mm -hmm. I'll be 40 in like on the 31st. So you're 39. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) By the time this airs, you're 40. But for now, at this moment in time, you're 39. Um, And I'm 35, going to be 36, but in this moment, 35. So I feel very in between. And I do think that it is just the nature of being in your 30s. So I think when, who's before us, Gen X? Are you Gen X? Whatever. I don't know. The older people, the people who are now 60, like I think when they were 30, they probably felt in between when the people who are 15 now, when they're in their 30s, I think they're going to feel in between. But I feel like as a 30 something chiropractor, 
we still have the um uh like the patriarchy within chiropractic that um unintentionally i believe very unintentionally brings a lot of shame and definition and like categorization um are you following me here like yeah, yeah okay i'm like okay oh, um this is like a minefield with my listeners too the like, mm-hmm. so like we've got that yes that we're like okay yeah we're still using terms like straight and mixer and like going to a thing where you're speaking and like you're probably navigating like, well, yeah, I do have that. But then we've got the next people, like the graduates. And I work a lot with those kids, um, the new graduates through social media. And is straight and mixer a term that is getting retired? I hope so. I do too. I mean, I would like division in the profession you would like what less division more unity yeah uh-huh. however that comes you know speaking of that um on social media i'm loud kind of i don't vaccinate my kids we didn't wear masks have a great day is how i feel about that with some other choice words you know right. and so sometimes in the past chiropractors have even dogged me kim how come you're wasting so much energy talking about this you're a chiropractor you should be talking about chiropractic very up people people that share stages with me we'll just say and when it comes full circle and they realize in their state, their kids could potentially have these rights taken away because they shut up because they are chiropractor and that's not chiropractic. We don't talk about that. And my response would be, we need to spread love and not hate when they would come at me with this. Cause I don't, I don't want to argue. They're my children and I'm going to stand up for them. But right. then to have years later, you know, let you know that they agree with you and they're now doing the same thing and that you get smiles when you see them now. And it's a positive thing, but you know, you just don't need to judge is what it is. I think because we're just standing up for changing the world and helping our children. And I am so solid in my purpose every day that it's hard for me not to, you know what I mean? And so I agree with what you're saying completely that even why aren't, are you talking about this? It's not chiropractic, but it's still me, you know? So I feel less division. Yeah. So um, it, it might be the fact that one, my top strength and strength finder is significance of, do you, have you taken strength finder? No, no, it's a fun one. I'm addicted to personality tests. Usually this is the first time my audience has heard me mention anything other than the Enneagram. Um, So maybe it's that significance is really high for me, but I feel like what you and I are doing, like the females and some choice males that are in this like 30 to 45, 42 ish are like changing shit. Yeah, maybe everybody feels that way, probably. But like, I feel like we are truly like we, you know, now it's more almost more than 50% graduates are females. Awesome. And I feel like we are a part of saying like, well, you can work part time. You can you can do that. Oh, you don't have to be in network with insurance. Like, we, you can, you don't have to call yourself a straight or a mixer, or you can take insurance if you want to, you can care about pain. Like 
it's like we're saying you can do that like did you know you can do that because like we were kind of told oh you you can't do that and then we're like I think I can like it's a little bit of you need to sit there from eight to five and keep your mouth shut and I'm a little bit of I can't sit down and shut up so well and I'd like to make a wave and let's make a big one you know change the world's more than my little office which is awesome in itself yeah like so what do you feel like what do you feel like that wave is that's happening for chiropractic um more awareness that chiropractic keeps you healthy and you need no interference to sustain a lack of disease so natural health um, in a, in a whole and to know that you can be adjusted when you're four hours old mm-hmm. and that that is the best health decision you can make for your whole entire life. So that's the wave that you're doing in your community, but now you're starting to like really work with other chiropractors. What's yeah. the wave that you're starting there? What's the big wave that bravery, I would say bravery. Braver. Same like I'm I'm the one they call when the bully keeps bullying and no one wants to go talk to the principal. I'm the one they asked to be on the school board, but instead I had a baby. Like that, I just live on purpose. I don't sometimes I don't even feel brave. People tell me that I am. And when I see a picture of my kid and she's the only one without a mask on in her class, in my head I'm like, where's everybody else? Where are the other people being brave with me? So I took that and people are scared to adjust babies sometimes. Oh my gosh, Kim. Yeah. You know, I want them to be so brave and so chiropractors. I want them to be so brave and so on purpose that they can't help it, that they don't have hesitancy in what a patient's going to ask because that's what they would do for their kid because they're being so authentic. I want them to be so brave that they're not scared to raise their hand when the governor comes to town. I want them to be so brave that they're not worried about screaming from the mountaintops that chiropractic can change the health of the world. Why do you think people, chiropractors, are not choosing to be not brave? Um, like, why, why do you think that it's so hard to be brave as a chiropractor? Um, not very many people are doing it. Um, some people who take insurance have to follow rules. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are worried about what their friends or family are going to say. Oh, that's a um, big one. That's a big one. Every time I have two of my best friends um, are, so one of my best friends has a degree in public health. And she doesn't do it now. Um, She's a completely different profession now, but like, and then I have another best friend, you know, so like two are very like anxiety drugs and COVID vaccine. (laughs) And, um, and they follow my social media and love me and support me. And then like, every time I'm like, okay, I'm going to share this newest Pfizer document thing. Are they still going to be my friends? Like, I'm such a chicken shit. If you're living authentically and you want to be loud, the hesitation goes away. You have to dig into the authenticity of what you believe and how loud you want to be. Because you're loud, too. Well, I'm like loud, like with a couple people. (laughs) Like, girl, mm, did you hear? No. (laughs) Like, it's just us and like 
2,000 other chiropractors. So we're good. It's quiet. <laughs> um, so, okay. So there's not a lot of people, not a lot of chiropractors being brave. Yeah. And I hear it all the time. Like, this is why I'm hesitant. And people come up to me after I speak because I've spoken for years at Genesis. It's going to be in Orlando in October. And like the first couple of times, it's like, wow, people don't know how to say these things. And people say, wow, I really enjoyed your talk about how brave you are that you can just say that and do that in your community. This is why I don't do it. And, you know, friends and family are huge, but even in a group of people, they're whispering to me on the side about it versus, you know, another way. So, okay. I have a question for you because yes. I, I, you know, I think we might share this, uh, uh bluntness. <laughs> I, you know, we've only known each other for about three hours of collective time. Yeah. But I get that vibe from you. I love, uh, I ain't got time. Let's just say it and have a great day because life's too short, you know, got things to do. So a lot of what I've picked up from like your being brave and like saying what needs to be said is your ability to tap into clear, honest communication. So we can call it candor maybe instead of blunt. How do you recommend people navigate candor with the truth, with their patience without being rude? Sure. Um, I think I've been rude to some people before. And oh, I've definitely accidentally been rude. My face, my face um, just gives away so much shit. Yeah. I don't think I've accidentally been rude. I think I've just been rude sometimes because when you come in and you say, my baby got vaccinated last week and now this week they have RSV and all these letters of things. Mm -hmm. And in my hello, the timing and the look on my face. And then they will say hypothetically, oh, I didn't know you were anti-vaccine. And I go, oh yeah, we just say no, thank you. That's how I always end. We just say no, thank you. But the way they perceive it is maybe not the way I intend it, but we don't do that. And that's my sentence that I write. And that's my sentence that I know. And that's my sentence that we live by. And so if someone asks me what I do for my children, or it's so obvious the timing of things that happen, sometimes um, that they know by a look on my face what I'm saying and I don't filter it down. I don't swear if you will, but if them asked a question, I give an honest answer. And if they bring it up, the door is open for me. What if they aren't connecting the dots though? Like, because it's not, it's great when the patient opens the door, mm -hmm. but I feel like, you know, um, on my social media, nobody's asking like nobody's. And I'll, I'm talking about like my clinic, social media, not, uh, she slays. So like on my clinic, social media, it's not like the followers are like, Hey, blue Hills, what should we do about this COVID thing? Like, so, or not in a public standpoint like that in a one-on-one -on -one standpoint, I will have many a times where, the mom is just like, okay, well, after this, we're going to get our shots for school. And in Wisconsin, we have all three exemptions. Hallelujah. Um, so you Hallelujah. I know, I know. And so like, I'm just like, well, see you next week. The sentence ah. is, oh, we don't do those. We just say, no, thank you. So this I, is I, really I, what, what you just I keep do. coming back to. 
that's what I do for my children. And Aren't so that's you worried about the patient feeling judged. No, they're like, well, I didn't ask you what you do, Kim. It's it's if you're going to say it to me and it strikes a chord that makes my voice say a sentence to you, it's going to be the right sentence coming as a mother also because you talked about it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. OK. Uh, can you see like the like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. But your authentic self can. I know, but I don't want to piss off and lose the patient. Why not? You, because you, I don't well, want to lose the patient because I like so money, they, and so I think I'm the go. best pediatric chiropractor in town. So if yeah, I of piss them are. off, there's of a really good. Well, I yeah, and if I piss them off, huh? Then what are they going to go they to a different to? chiropractor? Doctor Lauren said I shouldn't be shooting my kids up with vaccines. Oh, word will spread. The ones that say, you know, that's a brilliant idea. They go walk in your door instead. It's a target audience, girl. I know. I know. I'm, a, I'm getting baby brave every year. Just a little bit more. That's what it is. I, I, I'm past the point of giving up about it. Okay, let's talk about cancel culture then. Let's not talk about okay. the one-on-one. -on -one. So okay. I was being interviewed by Jay LaGuardia. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's hot Italian. Um, don't tell my husband. Just kidding. He edits the podcast. Hi, <laughs> <I> Kirby. <laughs> so anyway, so Jay is interviewing me and he's like, you know, you're big on social media. How do you not deal with like cancel culture when uh, you talk about some of these things? Like how don't yeah. you worry about like Instagram just shutting you down? I'm like, Oh yeah, we don't talk about that stuff. So there's certain word choices they don't like. Right. So if right. you put an emoji of a vaccine with a duh, what the fuck face with the eyes up, they don't catch it. You just use emojis instead. You can use things like natural health or we only allow natural substances to enter. Things like that. Um, you just have to change the verbiage. There are keywords that get flagged. So when you see Billy DeMoss, for example, get flagged. Or How does that man not have like <laughs> on his 17th account? I always look right away to see what words he's used. And when it says scan for COVID, you can click a button to get information and almost see the sentence that they flagged. So I just don't use some choice words. I don't I don't say go, don't go get the COVID vaccine. I was never fully vaccinated. I'm a fan of natural health. So those are the word choices I use instead. Okay. And then they won't shut me down. And if they do, it only better defines my target audience. And I guess you're really cool if that happens to you. You know, you need a backup account, but it only better defines your target audience because like Heather Reed Wolfson, she is a bomb person. Holy moly. She, she will was, not. That was the first time I've met her. Well, not oh, met her, but she, like seen her speak. And I was just like, she's so great. But she will not be a shit chiropractor compared to you. <laughs> she will like, not treat people who've been vaccinated. And I will. But like, she's I mean, even more defined. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I agree with that. And I, I, she's amazing. I would say all of this if she were here. Um, oh, I need to interview her. Wow. Yes, you do. I need, because I don't know. I don't know that I, I, I think they need my yeah, adjustment. They still need a chiropractor. So they I need my adjustment more too. because I'm like, but oh shit. Yes. It's just very brave of her to do that. And it better defines the target audience of what she wants. That's not necessarily what I want. I still take care of them. But I, I don't agree with 
the natural healthcare decisions that are being made because that's not what I do for my child, you know? Mm -hmm. But I do feel like once you hit a point of this is me and I can't be anything else all the times of my life and then to take it even further, you know, it's just a deeper sense of what you know is right. It's, it's being brave. Do you, yeah, like you said, it's, it comes down to be brave. Don't poop your face face while you're trying to be brave. (laughs) Maybe as I take care of this IBS, I'll be able to be brave. My My heartbeat will rise. Okay. So like a United States Senator came to my little town. She's from a Nebraska one and she made this whole speech and, um, I raised my hand to say something and I could feel my heart palpable. Then the governor comes. Um, okay. So what did you raise your hand and say? (laughs) Okay. So then the governor came, there was a meningitis bill in 2015 that did not get passed in Nebraska. Whoop, whoop. Cause it said more people die from the inoculation than from the disease itself. Thank God the senators and governor of Nebraska can read the words. And so I just raised my hand and I said, sir, um, last year there was a meningitis bill that you shot down. I was just curious as to why. And that's the sentence he told me in front of the chamber of commerce of my little town. I just say the words to make people aware that things are happening. And then as the conversation kept going with him, I was like, our school systems are great. I really want to keep sending my kid to the Montessori public school in my town. But if certain things are taken away, I won't be able to. And the superintendent's like, yeah, like it was the sickest thing. But my heartbeat changes. And then I think it just makes you step into a sense of I can have a conversation with the governor in front of the Chamber of Commerce about vaccines. And once you do that, then it's a different level. Oh, I can go to my high and speak on a stage and put up a picture of my kid being the only one in the mask and not have my heartbeat rise. You know, you just kind of get used to the room. There was one time I went to Washington, D.C. as a student and you sit in a room with the senators and you talk about chiropractic. That made my heartbeat rise too. Like, Mm -hmm. let's go. Let's let's have a conversation. Do you feel like the issue is that people don't know what to say? Mm. Or that people are afraid of looking stupid people or that chiropractors are afraid they aren't educated enough to Mm -hmm. step into the conversation. Like what besides like, okay, so I'm not brave because this is all of the above, all of the above. Um, They're scared to speak out. So when the mask thing started to chiropractor's wives in my community reached out to me to say, Kim, how'd you do that? How come your kid doesn't have a mask? Can you tell me how to do that? You know? Mm -hmm. So I read the same email everybody else read. So part of it is not giving up because that's not okay. Like a line in the sand, I think. And then once you're past that, part of it is having the knowledge to know what to do, what to say. And then part of it is having the bravery to not shake when you say it. Do you like, do you read? <laughs> That's a funny question. What I mean is like, so do you, are you, you've mentioned a couple times, like thing, very detail oriented things. So like is a part of your bravery and being vocal. Do you hyper-educate yourself and like read through and find the mm, sentence or. No, not necessarily no. for, for the law part of it. I know what's happened in Nebraska. So that took a little research okay. for the aborted fetal tissue genetic code and the genetic code of other animals in it. It's on the ingredient list. And I like to know what's 
being put into my body, even my multivitamin. I read even my foods, I read an ingredient list. So that's big for me too. Um, so if the laws change in my North Nebraska, I'd like to know. Um, and then honestly, just word of mouth of what's happening in other places from other people that I know are telling me the truth. Um, speaking at things, there's buzz and you hear also random people will write me, Kim, can I talk to you? For example, some Eastern state, my husband wants to vaccinate my kids and I don't want to, and I don't want to get a divorce and I need your help just to know how to tell them that this is what I'd like to do. And from everywhere, you know, that rights are being taken away and that's not okay with me. So I'd like to live as clear as possible with natural health. I want to know what's up with the laws and I don't like when rights are being taken away. And so that's really all I use. And in conversations, I refine my speech because especially at a big event like Mile High, you don't have a lot of time to talk to people. So mm -hmm. you have to learn how to do the elevator speech, if you will, on the things you'd like to say. Okay. So, I mean, it really sounds like vaccines is a big thing for you. Yes. Yeah. So the high school I went to had a religious exemption when I went there and then what religion did you become? <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a Christian, but I went to a Catholic high school. And so the Omaha Archdiocese changed the law. And on the paper, it said aborted fetal tissue. And so it's oh, kind of just yes. proof that it's in it. And a lot of yes. people don't. Like if a mother went to the pediatrician and they were just like, hey, this is in it. We're going to shoot it in your kid now. I just wonder if the same decisions would be made. And that frustrates me because, you know, we're supposed to educate before we give a healthcare procedure. Oh, so, yeah. So it is a big deal just because it happens so close to home and because my kids are in school now. And so as a mother, it hit me too, like mama bear mm -hmm. style. Mm -hmm. And then when the mask thing hit on Thursday, they went to school, Friday, went to school Monday, they decided on Tuesday, we need to do that. So I just pulled my kids from school on Tuesday, went to the doctor, got a letter, have a great day. But some people said, okay. So that morning of is when I would have liked there to have been more bravery in my little community of like, this isn't okay. We're not going to do this today, the day they say we should. And, and then, it, you know, we, we're just not going to do it. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm at with it all. I mean, I really, really don't enjoy freedoms being taken away, whether it's a mask or a vaccine or yeah. a robot injected into my arm or whatever it is. Yeah, no, I think that is easier for me uh, for whatever reason, like that seems less emotional to people than like if I go like I don't vaccinate my children because I think the way we do it every like I because I don't like vaccines, I don't you know um, that then prompts them to like have to validate and be like, well, I vaccinated my children. So now this is about vaccines. It's a lot easier for me as like a not very brave human uh, to go, well, I don't vaccinate my, I keep getting blurry. Yeah. I keep getting blurry. Um, it is so energetic. I know, Zoom can't catch me. Um, it is easier for me to go, well, we don't. And I'm standing up for this, be not because I'm anti-vaccine, but because I'm pro-medical rights. Yeah, I would like a choice. I yeah. would like a choice to say no thank you before you inject something into my body that nobody really knows the ingredients of what the heck is going on. Mm -hmm. And then my kid without a mask, 
the only one in class, can't sing the song in choir about pulling your mask over the nose because they don't have a mask and you're separating my kid and you're segregating my kid because she doesn't wear a mask. And when you have a baby at the hospital, you have to fill out way more papers if you don't want them to shoot them up with vaccines at the hospital, which is also separating me from the whole rest of the group, filling out papers together. Mm-hmm. So it's just a not cool taking away rights, segregating kind of a thing that I don't like. Did we figure out your Enneagram? Mm, I don't know. You're an eight, aren't you? I, I, I think you might be. You're bold. I'll figure All right. Yeah, you're going to need to figure it out and let me know. Because <laughs> okay. usually I'm like, it's, it's, I'm surprised it took this long into our conversation for me to be like, so yeah, what are you? This <laughs> is how I navigate the world. So, um, okay. Well, you, okay. So final thoughts on being, how, how does a chiropractor start becoming more brave? A little bits every day. Okay. So starting in the office? Uh, starting with self in the mirror in the morning. Oh, fuck. Wasn't prepared for that truth bomb. Okay. What you know, like if this you? is you, if this is what you believe, if this is what you know to be the best way to take care of the human race and make your world better around you and inside of you, then that is those shoes you put on in the walk you walk and the talk you talk. So when asked a question, how do you answer? Do you answer as yourself or do you answer as the watered down version of what the person wants to hear? Mm-hmm. So if you if you start with that, little bits will build and build and build. And then you raise your hand at the governor and then you speak on a stage and then it's like, whatever. That didn't sound like a little bit, just so we're clear. <laughs> like that whole, like, is there a, a smaller step to that mirror yes. thing? Uh- <laughs> funny you should ask. So funny you should ask. So I have this thing for chiropractors that I'm about to launch and I'm so excited. And you really have to define yourself first. And then you have to be able to say out loud, write on a paper in a sentence, what that means for you. And you translate these things into your every moment. I'm going to drink a coffee with better, proper posture right now, for an example of things that you believe to be true. Why am I slouching after hours of paperwork? Oh, sit up straighter. You know, it can be broken down to as little things of what you would tell a patient. So if you were given this baby, which you are as a patient, which hopefully you are, and you could be in charge of the healthcare of their life, because you can be that as a primary healthcare provider, what would you do? How would you make them stellar Mm. so that they can live their best life forever every single day? That's the way you should be in your moments so that you cannot have to worry about what to say, how to be how do I word this to this person? Um, so communication, even in the fact of, I can't say I can fix colic, but you bring me a screaming baby, they're probably going to be quiet and sleeping when they leave, right? Mm-hmm. But I can't say I fix colic because I don't. I correct the spine and a subluxation releases and their life has changed because the nervous system can then fully communicate, right? And it changes their life and they're happier. But I can say that babies enter my office with and list it all because they do. Babies could enter my office with four eyeballs and I would still check their bones for some fixation. Whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> so I've learned communication because I've kind of learned what you shouldn't say in sorts so that you can refine your purpose, your mission to a T to then translate it to the moments with daily affirmations or reminders or homework or go into your community and do this or examples. So it's a program called The Journey that I'm creating, and it's to translate your everyday into bravery, your every moments into bravery, not only in practice, but as yourself. Because if you live as authentically as you can, I think you'll be the best chiropractor you can be because it is your hands, your blood pressure would resonate with the 
internal being of yourself to give the best adjustment you can. I love this a lot. Thank you. How can people get more of you? Um, my website's drkimthor.com. Um, the website for the new one's about to launch, but there will be a link on there. Um, my social media presence is Dr. Kim Thor. Um, sometimes it's just Dr. Kim. If you Google Dr. Kim chiropractor, you will find me. So, well, that's nice. Yeah. It's great having a name that people can find. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Kim, thank you so much. Um, she yeah, says we'll have those links below for you as well. So go check out her new program and um, follow her bravery on social media. And I want to be you when I grow up. So thank you. Aww. Well, you don't have long to reach for it. Yeah, shut so. up. You'll always be older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, She Slayers. Bye. Hey, She Slayers. Are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.